After a bit of a sluggish start to the season with the 3-4-2 record in October, is your glass half full or half empty on the Minnesota Wild in 2023-2024? We'll go through both scenarios as well as whether or not Bill Guerin can work out some sort of a trade to jolt everybody back to life. That's all coming up on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, this is Brandon Duham, and this is Locked On Wild. What is happening, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss out on any of our new content throughout the week. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we discuss the glass half full and glass half empty approach to the start of the season. We'll look at uh, some of the things that have gone wrong for the Minnesota Wild so far and uh, potential signs for optimism, as well as looking at whether or not Bill Guerin may look to make some sort of a move to shake things up here in the month of November. All that coming up on today's episode. My name is Seth Topol, your host of Locked on Wild, and happy Halloween to all of the uh, Halloween enthusiasts out there, such as myself. Uh, hope you enjoy tonight. Hope you had a chance to decorate. Um, had a chance to decorate uh, my parents' front yard, uh, like I did as a kid for so many years a few weeks ago. So that was uh, that was a fun way to uh, to spend one of the uh, rare open weekends for the Minnesota wild um, over the first month of the season. But obviously the start has not been what everybody had hoped three, four and two. It has featured blowouts. It has featured slow starts. It has featured uh, injuries, injuries, injuries. And so what we're going to do is just assess where we're at. And uh, we'll go with kind of two sides of the coin, the glass half full and the glass half empty. And so I'm going to start with the glass half full. Start you off on a positive. Get everybody amped back up. Then we'll uh, we'll pull you back down a little bit uh, in the uh, second segment. But the reality of the situation for the Minnesota Wild, I think, is that we could be discounting the impacts that both Matt Boldy and uh, Jared Spurgeon have on this team and their absence on this roster is glaring on a couple of different fronts. Number one, we have seen Jake Middleton struggle in the early part of the season. We have seen the uh, we've seen the special teams units look completely out of whack and it's no coincidence, I don't think that the penalty kill is having the struggles that it is, considering that Jared Spurgeon is one of the most uh, important pieces to that penalty kill, just with his ability to block shots and uh, get two pucks and keep passing lanes closed 
while opponents are on the man advantage. So the penalty kill is a situation where the hope is that Jared Spurgeon coming back will uh, will clean some of that up. Um, we will dive further into the power play uh, coming up here uh, within the next uh, few days. Hopefully was trying to do some uh, in-depth research on uh, both sides of the special teams coin. But the I think the glass half full approach for how this season has started is that the, the Wild have been held back by injuries to Matt Boldy, to Jared Spurgeon, now to Freddie Goudreau. And so we haven't really got a chance to see the full team do their thing uh, so far this season. And you look at some of the numbers. I know the defensive numbers are are terrible at this point, but the, the Wilds have scored the most goals in the Western Conference, uh, third most goals in the Western Conference, excuse me, first in the Central Division in uh, in terms of 32 goals scored. The next closest is Winnipeg at 29. Colorado has 28. They've played eight games. So the Wilds are uh, near the top of the leaderboard in terms of goals scored. Yes, they are dead last in goals allowed, but uh, that is largely due to the absence of Jared Spurgeon. So the glass half full approach also would acknowledge that Ryan Hartman has six goals to start the season and uh, looks to be off to a uh, very good start after uh, a, a really a, a rough season for him with injuries, with inconsistencies, with penalties. Um, Ryan Hartman leading the team with six goals. We've seen some extremely good things from Marco Rossi so far this season and uh, looks like a guy that is going to be able to stick at the NHL level and is playing to the point that the coaching staff is starting to uh, reward him with more time on the ice and more responsibilities, getting some uh, some penalty kill and uh, power play time as well. And so Marco Rossi's been a bright spot. Uh, we have seen Brock Faber have uh, good moments, and I know his defensive presence has suffered as of late, but with everybody playing out of order, out of sync, um, I the hope is that Jared Spurgeon's return will get everybody back into more normal spots for them and will make those defensive numbers look um, really good. Um, also, let's consider last year. The Wilds got off to an 0-3 start. They rebounded to average defensively just over two goals per game the rest of the season. And so it's mostly the same players just without Jared Spurgeon in that mix. So that's the glass half full approach is that you have seen this team get off to slow starts before. Also Kirill Kaprizov off to a, a bit of a slow start, but a notoriously slow starter himself. We haven't seen him really take off yet and uh, and put this team on his back. I think also some of Matt Boldy's effort defensively is uh, is missing from this team as well as what he brings to the offense. So I guess the, the summation of kind of where things are at from that uh, glass half full approach is that 
if the Wilds get these injuries, these injured players back and start to uh, to really take off, then there's still time in the season to put all of this behind them and uh, and get back up towards the uh, the top of the Western Conference standings. So glass half full is that we just have not seen the full team as of yet. Pat Maroon also a uh, a solid start to the season. And so I'm I'm not going to use today's episode to tell people which mentality they should go with because people obviously react to things differently. I mean, geez, I go back and forth myself. Just trying to put both situations out there and let people decide, let the audience decide for themselves as to which box they sit in uh, at the early part of the season. So injuries have held key pieces out of the lineup. We haven't really seen the uh, the goaltending takeoff as of yet, but the pieces are all still there. It's just a matter of everybody getting on track and uh, going on a run to uh, get this thing back on track. So that is the half-full approach. Let's take a look at the uh, half-empty approach. We'll discuss some of the uh, glass half-empty thoughts on the season so far as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by FanDuel. You can score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. All you have to do is pick the Minnesota Vikings to beat Atlanta on Sunday, and you could potentially pull in $150 in bonus bets to use on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Good odds on Jordan Addison to uh, have a monster game. Cam Akers, TJ Hawkinson, there are plenty of good options for those bonus bets once you cash in with a winning bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Has there been a time in your life where it feels like your brain is getting in the way? Let's be honest. Everybody's had that little voice in the back of their head that kind of holds you back from making key decisions or doing things outside your comfort zone. You know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Whether or not you've been in therapy personally, uh, BetterHelp can help you get control back of your decision making. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNHL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on NHL. Welcome back to today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. 
For the everydayers, we got a treat for you tomorrow as Kevin Gorg makes his return to the Locked on Wild Airwaves. We'll talk about where the team is currently at and gear you up for Thursday's game against the uh, New Jersey Devils as we get back to this East Conference, Eastern Conference road trip. So uh, we'll talk about that with uh, KG tomorrow. Uh, should be a good one uh, for uh, the Locked on Wild listeners. Let's get back to looking at the glass half full, glass half empty approach to this season. So glass half empty, I'm just going to come out swinging. It's a team that looks slow. They have routinely fallen behind in pretty much every game so far this season, uh, sometimes by multiple goals, sometimes taking entire periods to get back into the action. Uh, it's a team that is missing the likes of Matt Boldy, Jared Spurgeon, yes, but uh, Kirill Kaprizov just does not look himself right now. The defense is playing like some of the worst in the NHL, and those numbers are backed up by the fact that they've allowed the most goals against in the entirety of the Western Conference. Special teams units have been abysmal on both ends, power play and penalty kill both near the bottom of the list in terms of effectiveness. And it has led to situations in which teams basically are handed goals uh, when the uh, Wilds go on the penalty kill. And it's a team in which there isn't a lot that can be done if the current group doesn't figure it out and get on track. We've seen now that beyond this season, the likes of Matt Zuccarello, Ryan Hartman, Marcus Foligno, all locked in long-term, which has led to no trade or no movement clauses for those players after this season or even during this season in some cases. And so it's a team, I think, that has led to frustration because with the exception of maybe calling up one player to fill a spot, there isn't room there isn't feasibility or logistical ability to make a ton of roster moves to uh, try to prop this thing up. And so you're stuck with a group again, that through the first nine games of the season just has largely looked like a shell of even what they were last year. And that is troublesome because what you see is pretty much, what you get and going up against the likes of the Colorado avalanche, the Dallas stars, we haven't seen matchups against those teams yet. And you look at the upcoming road trip for this team. The month of November is going to be brutal for the Minnesota wilds as they play the New York Rangers who are seven and two. They just won every single game of a five game road trip. You also go up against the New York uh, New York Islanders, who are off to a good start. Of course, the Devils. You've got a Buffalo Sabres team that is struggling now, but is very capable of scoring a ton of goals. We'll see Detroit this month. We'll see the Dallas Stars this month, who are off to an incredible start once again. And so there isn't any room to try to further jumpstart this engine. And so if you don't, you fall further and further behind. And what are you going to be able to do at the trade deadline to try to free up spots for 
young players if the wheels completely come off this thing. It is a coaching staff that has made some adjustments out of necessity this season, but it is a group that largely sticks with the plan, and if the plan isn't working, then they just try to better execute the plan in the next game. So this can all lead to just an incredibly frustrating group to watch if you're taking the glass half empty approach because what like what are you building towards? We've been we've been hearing for the last few years that we are building towards finally being out from under the Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter contracts, but now these extensions that have been thrown into the mix leave it to where instead of getting an opportunity to really look and see what you've got in your heralded prospect pool, now you've got opportunities for maybe one or two guys to come up and get sparing opportunities in likely your bottom six. And again, continuing with this glass half empty approach, it's a top six that has its moments, but is just not as good as some of the likes of Colorado or Dallas or take your pick in the Eastern Conference. And for a team that is built to play with grit and physicality, the Wild really don't do a ton of that either. So it's just kind of a conglomeration of players that are not getting it done. And they're just, based on what we saw, the dip from two years ago to last year, and now the dip from last year to this year, it's hard to see there being a scenario in which everything just magically um, falls into place. At some point, you just are what you are. So I'll leave it to listeners to decide which one they think this team is on for me covering this team there are going to be 82 games at least regardless and so my hope is that this is a blip to start the season that just lasted a little longer than last year's blip and that with boldy hopefully coming back we'll talk about that in a little bit with Boldy hopefully coming back, then Spurgeon, that a lot of this is going to be corrected, course corrected, and uh, that this team will get back to some semblance of what we saw last year at the least uh, and start winning some games again. But I can't fault anybody if you have seen what has gone on so far and just said, I, I can't get on board. It's... It's a situation where a roster like this, if they don't, they're only going to get you so far. And that ceiling just, it seems like is getting lower and lower um, as the, uh, the losses continue to mount. Now, to just add a little bit more to the glass half full approach, the last two games of the season have been arguably the best from an effort standpoint for the Wilds and should probably have won both, but uh, just could not get it done because the puck luck has been a bit of an issue so far as well. 
So it's all about whether or not you think course correction kicks in at some point soon, or if this vehicle just continues to drift just off to the right, uh, as opposed to uh, to staying in um, in between the lines on the road. But we'll uh, we'll see what happens, and hopefully the Wild will get some good news tomorrow. As uh, from the sounds of it, Matt Boldy is hoping to practice for tomorrow's game. We'll talk about that as well as whether or not Bill Guerin could make yet another hockey trade. He's had a few of those in his time in Minnesota. We'll talk about all that as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Kirill Kaprizov could score seven goals in a game. Connor McDavid could hit 50. Or the Vegas Golden Knights could repeat as Stanley Cup champions. And you can win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, especially in daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you need to do is pick whether players like Alex Ovechkin, Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in a given game. It's so easy, entries can be made in under a minute. To win 100 times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Wild fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so that you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Welcome back to today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Again, a reminder for the everydayers tomorrow, Kevin Gorg of Valley Sports North will join us to uh, take a look at the upcoming swing of games against Eastern Conference opponents. And uh, we'll take a look at some of the things that the Wild need to improve as we move through the rest of the year. So the expectation is that Matt Boldy will practice tomorrow. And the hope is that if everything is good to go, that he'll be able to, uh, to hop in and uh, and play against the Devils on Thursday. That's that's my assumption of the situation. Uh, the Wild obviously sending Damon Hunt and Jujar Kara back to Iowa because with the Thursday game being at home, if something were to happen where Matt Boldy is not ready to go for Thursday's game, you can make a quick call up to bring somebody up to fill his spot on the roster and uh, – you've got that ready to go for Thursday's game, then you can reassess before you head um, on the road next week because then Saturday's game against the New York Rangers will be here at XL Energy Center. So you've got the opportunity to fill as needed from Iowa, but it's encouraging that we're getting finally back to the, the period of time in which Matt Boldy is hopefully ready to rejoin because this team could definitely use what he brings to the table. And so if he's able to return, I don't know what that means for that second line because honestly, Erickson Eck and Maroon have been 
great together. So I don't know if you try Boldy, Erickson, Eck, and Maroon and see if it works. Because here's the other thing. With the 11-7 against the Devils, there were opportunities in which Marcus Johansson slotted in with Marco Rossi and Marcus Foligno on that line. And that line looked really good. So maybe you try it. See if Maroon and Boldy have compatibility together. If it doesn't work, then you can reassess and, and move things around during the game as needed. I'm willing to give it a shot because I think one thing that we have all been hoping for is to give Marco Rossi some help on that third line, just in the way of some speed, some skill, something along those lines. And so maybe you give Johansson an opportunity to try to get um, a couple of good scoring looks courtesy of Marco Rossi, and maybe that gets him going to where it, uh, it jolts him back in to this lineup regularly. I know a lot of the discussion... And a lot of the hope is seeing a change on that top line. I just don't see it happening unless they have a particular game or two in a row in which Dean Evison flat out tells them after the game you were terrible. Beyond that happening, I just don't see any sort of a change in that regard unless absolutely out of necessity. Ryan Hartman has started to uh, pick up his play over the last few games. Once Kirill Kaprizov gets gets himself going, then that line should be able to get back to where they've been uh, at points over the uh, last couple of years. Until then, I just I don't see there being any change made to uh, to that top unit. So, as much as we'd like to see Marco Rossi get an opportunity, I think the team also just wants to continue to bring him along and uh, and increase his usage gradually as opposed to just throwing a bunch up uh, right right at once so we'll we'll continue to see what happens and at some point he's going to if he continues on the path that he's on right now he's going to get an opportunity in that top 6 it's just a matter of continuing to just force the issue and uh, and make it a discussion that the team has to have because he's just playing well enough to warrant getting a a bump up into that uh, top six. Now, beyond that, the other thing that I wanted to go into a little bit, uh, Jesse Pierce of the Bardown Beauties podcast, friend of the show, talking about she has had this opinion for a long time that in the month of November, Bill Guerin is going to make another one of his trades. And I say another one of his trades because this is not a this is not a rare occurrence for Bill Guerin over the last couple of seasons. Two years ago, it was trading the husk of Greg Pattern to the Colorado Avalanche for Ian Cole. Player for player, straight up, a good old-fashioned hockey trade. Last year, it was going and getting Ryan Reeves. This year, if the Wild are going to make some sort of a trade, is this the time in which, above all odds, we see John Merrill sent 
somewhere in exchange for somebody in one of those change of scenery trades and the wild can get some sort of some help defensively, I think would be the thing you would target. The forward groups are pretty clogged as of right now. And I don't see there being a way that you can really work somebody in unless you remove somebody from the equation. The easy money is to just go get somebody that is bigger, that plays defense, and maybe is, I don't know, a little bit more of a non-liability on the blue line. I don't know who that would be. I don't know how feasible that would be. I just know that it's going to need to be somewhere similar to what John Merrill is making in terms of salary. But Bill Guerin has done it before. And if if there was ever a time to do it, now is that time to just try to jolt some life into this team and give them a bit of a sense of, hey, we got to pick it up um, before we run out of season. So I'll, we'll keep an eye on that as well. And uh, with as plugged in as Jesse is, you you don't throw a take like that out there just because. So. It's something I'm sure that's being discussed. It's just a matter of if the pieces can come together to uh, to make it happen uh, in that regard. So, again, make sure you tune in tomorrow as Kevin Gorg joins us for uh, a look at where the Wild are at right now. And uh, we'll preview what's to come against the New Jersey Devils on Thursday. Until then, make sure you subscribe to Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platforms as well and YouTube so you don't miss out on any content throughout the course of the week. We've got new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.